Hey, welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Chris. To my right, we have... Teresa. To my left, we have... It's Sean. Sean again. That's me. And we are here for a wrap-up of Forge and Fire, Season 7, Episode 11, The Family Edition. Do you want to tell us about that Family Edition, honey? So that's Father versus Daughter... Father versus son and family versus family. Ooh. Who's going to win? Someone. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone will win. <laughs> yes, that's true. So we have Ron Hardman, um, full time Smith, 30 years experience. His daughter, Jessica Hardman, um, part time for five years. And then, then we have Jesse Harrison, um, part time, 21 years experience. And Robert Harrison, part-time for five years experience. Okay. So between Jessica being called Jesse and then Jesse being Jesse, really had to pay attention Ooh. for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for round one, they use bunches of bits of high-carbon steel. Use at least three different types. So there's ball bearings, saw blades, bike chains, and so much more that I stopped listing. Oh, yeah. It was um, a smorgasbord of metal. Yeah. Lots of bits. Um, so they had to use that with 1095 powdered steel in a canoe-style canister to mask it. You youngins, make your mamas proud. Whoop your dad's asses. Who said that, Will? Yeah. Oh, Will. <laughs> Both family sets are using the same metals. No one is using whiteout. That was mm. noted by the judges. Um, and the dynamic is pretty interesting. The dads are used to helping out their kids. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't stop just because they're competing. So you see how the dads are just kind of every now and then peeking over what their kids are doing. How you doing? How's that going? <laughs> Did you put white out on that? Well, no, because no. nobody used white out. No, <laughs> but they're checking in, you know, mm. keeping up with their kids. Um, and plus, you know, they've got their own styles that they do in their own home forges. So the Harrisons are drifting the handle holes. Um, Roberts aren't drifting properly. The holes end up in kind of weird places and not really line up with anything hmm. yeah they, they were closer to the spine if i remember yeah. correctly. they weren't necessarily even based on the way that they did it so. um, and of the group jessica seems to be falling behind part of it is that she doesn't have the same kind of weight when she's using the press so there's a, a certain kind of leverage that they would need for the press that she just doesn't have Oh yeah, she's like putting all of her she's like putting all of her weight onto her foot just to get the press pedal yeah. to go down. It's just barely moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ron decides to include an integral bolster in his blade. In general, the dads were moving right along, and the kids had thicker blades. For judging, Ron had a heavy blade, mad props for the bolster. Jessica, nice camp knife shape, no bevels or edge yet. There's a lot of metal that needs to be removed. Jesse had a nice shape, but a lot of metal to be removed. And Robert had the heaviest of the lot. The scale of the handle is too large, and Robert gets the boot. And now a word from our sponsors. This video is sponsored by Forged, a Jason Knight Maker series. What's that all about? Oh, that is the new series by Jason Knight that is available through his website, where Jason gives you tips and tricks and lessons on how to make the elemental knife, in his words, the the forged style knives that he likes to make. Forged to sharp, as he would say. Um, It's a great video series that he's put together. Currently, you can... 
purchased it on his website, and there's six videos to watch in the first six parts of the series. There's going to be exclusive content available on the site as well, coming soon. And if you want to purchase it, you can go to nightforgestudio.com to see where this is and, and purchase it. Is there a promo code? As a matter of fact, there is. Hey. If you go on this Nightforge Studio and use coupon code FOF15, FOF15, you can get $15 discounted from the price of this video series. Nice. So go on there. If you really want to check out these videos, listen, we have the views on the other video that we did with Jason Knight to kind of prove that we know you like them. People like watching Jason Knight work. This video series is all about Jason Knight doing his work yep. and making some badass knives. Learn from a master smith. Exactly. It's, it's really, if you think about it, you're learning these lessons from a master smith. It's, it's a bargain. Yeah. So check out the video series and uh, don't forget to use the promo code FOF15 to save $15 on your purchase of the Forge Jason Knight Maker Series videos. Be a maker. Go check it out. And we're back. So moving on to round two, they have to source handle materials from a grandfather clock. Oh, yeah. And must also acid etch. So they all work together, harvest the wood, and then split to um, the family teams again. Jesse starts with grinding some weight off his blade. Uh, the hardmen start with epoxing their handle scales so they can get uh, set while they're working on the grinding. Jessica's especially has a very thick tang, and so this method leaves a gap between the handle. Right, she doesn't um, she doesn't thin out the tang before yeah. she puts the handle scales on. Um, so it could be a problem in testing. She coats the gap with the epoxy and hopes it will fill with um, sawdust as she grinds. Uh, then Ron sprays Jessica's blade with the neutralizer, doesn't make it back to his blade in time to do it for himself. So that was one of those things where, like, the dads are still checking on their kids. Yeah. He goes to get the neutralizer for his acid etching, and as he's on his way back, he gets hers, but he doesn't yeah. end up finishing his own. Oh. So moving on to testing. For the strength test, they have a telephone pole chop. And for Ron, they say it's got an obtuse edge. It's good for avoiding damage, bad for fine cutting. Um, there's a tiny place to add some glinting. And part of the handle is round and small, difficult to control. For Jessica, there's a small glint. The rest of the edge held up well. Uh, sharp corners on the handle, however. And for Jesse, nice profile, comfortable handle. The edge held up well. Moving on to the sharpness test. It was the apple slice. For Ron, it cuts through eight of the ten apples. Uh, though through at least a few of them, it cut and then broke. For Jessica, she got 5 out of 10. There's an uneven grinding on the edge, so and also the handle has some sharp corners. And for Jesse, got all 10. Great job. In the end, Jessica gets the boot because of a duller edge, and the handle is not as good as the others. That's a shame. So it's down to the dads, and Will renames episode, Papa Don't Take No Mess. Yep. Okay, Will. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, we move on to round three, where they have to make the Inigo Montoya-inspired rapier that parallels the Spanish-swept hilt rapiers of the 17th century. 
features a diamond cross hilt and a complex elaborate guard. It's intended for dueling, should be lightweight, and feature a narrow point. The length from tip to ricasso must be between 37 to 39 inches. Handle must have two top rings, two side rings, two upset quillions, two arms, a knuckle bow, and a pommel. Wow. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. For Jesse, he wants to be done with the blade on day one because of the complicated handle that he knows yeah. is going to take some time. For day two, he ends up using an old wagon wheel for his guard and finds a crack in the piece he wants to use for his pommel, but it ended up not being a problem. For day three, his hilt is looking good, and he plans to use day four for his fit and finish, but they don't show any of that. For Ron, you want to tell this part right so um i know the princess bride movie quite well and when they introduce ron at his home forge they mirror the scene of the beginning of the movie with the grandfather and fred savage the kid so they're on the stairs and ron's reading jessica a story (laughs) um essentially like starting that little bit columbo i love columbo peter (laughs) falk I've never seen the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen this movie? No. And we own it. Yeah. Dude, it's good. <laughs> I believe you. It's not like a kid's movie either. It's just a good movie. I believe you. Andre the Giant is in there. I know. Come on, bro. What am I going to go out of my way to watch it for? Eventually. What do you mean? Why would wish. you go out of your way to watch it? Because it's a good movie. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> anyway. It's a better book. It was a book first. Okay. Well, <laughs> either way, for Ron, day one, he uses ADCRV2 because he thinks that will do a better flex. They thinks that the judges are going to do a flex test on mm-hmm. his stuff. He's like, this will handle that much better. For day two, his goal was to be done with the blade. They didn't show any of day three. And then on day four, they show him finishing up the hill and the fit and finish. For the testing, they had the kill test, which was a ballistics dummy. And D- Doug goes, all right, daddy, daddy, bladesmiths, they are prepared to die. So it, was, it was him doing He might not have said daddy twice. I think I might have wrote it twice by accident. All right, daddy, bladesmiths. Oh. Like, because in the movie, Inigo Montoya, prepared to die. He did say twice, I think. He, he, said, he said it weirdly to the point where I, and I knew it was a line from the movie, but it still didn't make sense to me. Uh, for Ron... It was a little on the heavy side, but wieldable, it will kill. For Jesse, it was about the same weight as Ron's, and overall, will kill. The strength test, they did the flex test, Whoa. which you know it, and it looks that they're flexing between 30 to 45 degrees in both directions. Yeah, they didn't say the degree measure. For Ron, he had just the slightest bend in one direction that was barely noticeable, but for Jesse, he picked up a bit of a bend, a noticeable bend, but it was still a functional blade. For the sharpness test against a dummy dressed in fancy clothes, Ron cuts through the clothes and will foam foam will cut. And Jesse still has the bend, but his edges are sharp and will cut. In the end, Ron wins because Jesse's picked up a bend. They both looked and performed great otherwise. Okay. So congratulations to Ron and the Hardman family and uh, everybody that competed on this episode. Good job. Okay. 